Well, God bless you. This is Pastor Rick. I'm glad today we got some special guest speakers for you today. You know, our young people are a part of our church and they bring great life. The people you're about to see grew up in our church. Many of them, they have incredible history and roots here. And we decided to let them on this Sunday, their Sunday, fifth Sunday, share a word with you. They're going to bring the messages and you won't, don't want to miss them. I'm telling you right now, they are powerful, practical, simple, short and to the point. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be good. Enjoy the message. I'll be right back to pray for you at the end. All right, I'm coming by Faith Family. I hope your hearts and minds are ready to hear the word of God, the message that God has for you on today. The thing that I love about Fifth Sundays is that you get the opportunity to hear from our young leaders right here at Overcoming by Faith Church. Pastor has been in a series titled Trap, and I don't know about you, but we have all experienced moments in our life we felt like we were trapped by the things that have occurred in our life. But the word of God tells us that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And we have the power to walk in our freedom no matter what comes our way. God is with us always. And so I pray that the word that they present to you today, the stories that they share with you today, inspire you, encourage you to walk in your freedom and not live a life trapped by the things that occur in our life. Once again, I hope you enjoy this word and text a friend and let them know that we're getting ready to get into the word on the day y'all all right enjoy have you ever experienced fear i have my name is tiara taylor and there was a time in my life when i was trapped in fear the fear of accepting a new job the fear of failure the fear of trying to do everything right the fear of disappointing others the fear of change the fear of focus, the list goes on. I wanna tell the story about how I let fear get in the way of my dream job. I love to journal and write everything down. My routine, my goals, my schedule, my travel plans, everything. One of my goals I had in my journal was to apply for my dream job that was posted online for almost a week. I was a little nervous to apply, but I eventually applied. And two weeks later, I got a phone call to come in for an interview. I was so excited. I got my clothes ready at night. I woke up a few hours early so I can be on time. Well, I got to the interview, did a great job. I was in there for 25 minutes. I answered all of the questions and then I had a few follow-up questions as well. Three days later, I received an email saying I got the job. I was so excited. I took the job right on the spot. As the day went on, I found myself second guessing myself. I can't manage all these people. I'm not even sure if I can do this. I know this is my dream job, but I can't. I'm so afraid I'm gonna fail. So what I did was I called back to apologize and decline the offer. In that moment, as I was driving home, I knew I let the start stop me, doubting myself before I even started. Two weeks later, I go on the website to see if the position was filled, and it was. I closed my laptop and logged off. At that point, I could only be upset at myself. But it was a wake up call for me. The next day I got out my journal and I wrote all my fears and my goals down. And one thing my friend always told me, when you're afraid, to do it anyway. Do it confused, do it fearful, do it scared, do it uncertain, do it unplanned. You never know what God has on the other side of your fear. I love the book of Psalms. Psalms 27 and one reads, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? 
Fear allows you to grow. God is gonna strengthen you in places you feel weak or feel like you can't do it. My name is Tiara, and I've learned to not accept the trap called fear. But I choose to walk in freedom because God's word says, he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Fear is something we all have to experience, but we have to keep going. Have you ever felt like you were in a life trap? Well, my name is Travis Perry. And I'm Brittany Perry. And there was a time in our lives when we were trapped by insecurities. Just a little backstory um, about us, if you guys don't know us. We met in 2010. I was in high school and Travis was, was kind of in college a little bit. Um, fast forward, we were friends for a little while and then we got um, into a relationship and were engaged in 2013. Um, we both were married in 2014, February 2014, as well as moved in together in 2014, as well as prepared for our first child in September of 2014. So with all of this newness, um, us coming both from two-parent households, seeing how our parents um, made sacrifices, as well as just pushed hard and went through their ups and downs in their marriages and their relationships, you know, it, how they were parents, it was our turn. Um, and so with that newness and uncertainty of how we do, of course came those insecurities. Um, so here we are, our first year being parents, being married, our first time ever living together. We, we really just didn't know what to do. At first we panicked, um, of course, but then we took a second to just remember who, whose we are. Um, we really leaned in on the, the verse, um, Jeremiah 29, 11, which reads, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. With that prayer, with that verse in itself, we really just had to apply it. No, we didn't know that we were going to be married expecting everything in one year moving into really just a whole nother chapter a whole nother season inside our lives and really didn't know what to expect so initially those insecurities flooded came in like a flood but when you think about it of whose you are um and you really just apply that verse you don't know your plans you may have plans for your life but god's plans are the plans that really matter when it comes down to it um really just lean into your word. When you come into that time where you are unsure, lean into the one who is sure, because the one who created the plans for the life, for the life that you have. Um, so, because we know God's word is true, um, because we we've grown up in in the church, and it was time to test our faith, and so that's what we did. We leaned into the word of the Lord. We believed. We pushed forward. And then it comes, Lord, what do we do? Do we follow our plan? Do we go after our dream still? Do we sit back and just try to provide for our kids? A lot of the times when we step into a season of, of new and uncertainties, um, there's a lot of questions. We think about the oars. Do we have to sit back and work or raise kids or chase our dreams or go to school. Um, 
but we really just obeyed God and followed the plan that he had for us and took that or away and applied the word and. So we went to school and had kids and got married and finished with our masters and still follow our dreams of being teachers and just pushing forward in what God's plan is for us. That's right, man. I just want to kind of reiterate what she said. Like she said, we were both very new to everything that was going on in our life. Um, me being a new husband, being a new father, um, still trying to be not only husband and wife, but friends. Um, it was tough, it was tough, and it caused a lot of insecurities. Um, but like she said, we just leaned on God's word and believed in you know, who we are and everything um, that we knew God had for us, and here we are today. So we've learned not to accept the trap called insecurity, but now we choose to walk in freedom. Because we know that God's word said, he who the sun sets free, it's free indeed. Have you ever felt like you were in a life trap? My name is Erica Albright Dorman, and I found myself being trapped by anxiety. In the middle of 2020, I remember waking up one night and I was like super sick. At least I felt it. Like I had a headache, just, uh, what felt like pretty much all the symptoms of COVID. And COVID had just hit uh, the United States and everybody was kind of in a panic with it. Um, I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I'm calling my grandmother and letting her know, hey, I'm not feeling good. You know, just like any young adult does, we continue to call our parents for any little thing. And so it was three in the morning, I called her and she picked up. She asked me, you know, what was going on? And I told her, um, I wasn't feeling good, so I told her, I think I have COVID. And so I took a test and it came back negative. However, I still didn't feel good. And so day in and day out, I would continue to feel really sick. And my body would be in triples. And I remember um, calling one of my close friends, um, mom, and telling her what was going on. And she said, well, baby, you, it sounds like you in spiritual warfare and you know how to handle that. And so, you know, when she said that, it's because I was raised in the church, you know, I worked as the church. And so it's just like spiritual warfare. I don't even know what that is. And so I just remember being tired and just not feeling like me. You know, my daughter had just turned one. I had just been married for about two years then. And, you know, COVID hits. And I'm just like, what is this? So I remember being sick day in and day out. Just not my heart feeling, uh, heart closing, chest tightening, heart beating fast. And my head hurting. And my body in trembles. And so I remember being so tired where it was a point where I didn't think I was going to see my 28th birthday. Um, that's how bad I felt. And I was just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And so I decided to start going to the emergency room. And so my husband, he would miss work constantly. And then he would take me to the emergency room. And I had probably been in the emergency room about five times uh, within a few months. And eventually I went to uh, 
my primary care and my, I would describe what was going on with me. And my primary care doctor told me that I had an anxiety disorder. I never heard of anxiety disorder. I never took anxiety seriously. And so for her to tell me I had it, it scared me even more. And so she would get, she gave me medicine um, to take. And I remember the Holy Spirit telling me, don't take that. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with taking medicine. I just knew it wasn't for me. And so I called my grandma and I get because I was calling her about everything just about it. So I called her and told her what was going on. And, and then I called, I remember calling my cousin Jeremy, Jeremy um, and telling him, you know, what the medicine was because he's a nurse practitioner. And so I remember calling him and telling him, and he was just like, I don't think that's for you. And so my grandmother said the same thing. She just said, you know, be mindful of what you put into your body. And at that time, I really didn't think about what she was saying, but whatever you put into your body, whatever you feed into your spirit, be mindful of what it is that you listen to, what you're watching, and not just taking. And so me and my grandma decided to start a Bible study. And me and her would do it. At one point, we started it three times a week. That's how much I was chasing after God because I just wanted to feel better. And so, it eventually moved on to one because now I have two kids and you know, I'm working long hours, but you know, me and my grandma, we moved our Bible studies down to one night a weekend. To this day, we still do it. And I remember her telling me, you can't worry about tomorrow. You know, you can't worry about the things of tomorrow. You can't even worry about the things that may happen or could happen in the next hour. You just gotta focus on your right now. And so I remember feeling overwhelmed and just, you know, crying out to God, like, God, help me. And I remember August, um, in August of 2021, I decided to rededicate my life to Christ. And I'm not saying like, oh, you know, everything changed at that moment, but I knew that it took one step at a time. And from then I never looked back and I continued to chase after God. And the scripture continued to come to my mind. A lot of people know that my favorite scripture is Isaiah 43 and 2. But as I was sitting here contemplating on what I was going to, what scripture I wanted to use for the scripture uh, or for the, the topic of anxiety, it made me think about my granddaddy and the, his favorite, his favorite uh, scripture, which was the 23rd Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in the green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You will prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He will anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows Surely your goodness and your mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That was the 23rd Psalms, and I remember my granddaddy used to tell used to tell me when I was younger that was his his favorite verse. I never knew what it meant until I became an adult and I've experienced God for myself. God continues to cover me, and you know what the devil meant for harm, God turned around and he used it for his glory. 
So I leave you with saying this, you know, whatever you think you're going through, uh, regardless of what you're trapped by, whether it's anxiety or past relationships, fear, just know that God is in charge and in control and he has it better for you. All you have to do is seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and everything will be added unto you. My name is Erica Albright and I've learned to not accept the trap called anxiety, but now I choose to walk in freedom because God says who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. So when I tell you I let go of anxiety, that's what I mean. You guys can do the same. just tell you about a time when I dealt with a trap called stress. So I'm sure stress is something that we all can relate to. However, I really, really dealt with it at a period of my life where I was in grad school. Um, at that time, I was working full time um, and the requirements for that grad program were very tedious. I saw no end in sight. It took up two and a half years of my life. Um, I really didn't have any free time whatsoever. So that uh, within itself was quite stressful. I found myself feeling more overwhelmed than I ever had in life. I wanted to pull my hair out. I just didn't even know what to do until I sat back and thought about the foundation that I have and knew that I could always turn to the word. And the verse that I uh, stumbled upon was Isaiah 26 and three, which states that you will keep in perfect peace those whose mind is stayed on thee. Um, what that means to me is that we shouldn't focus on the problems that we face on a daily basis. We shouldn't focus on those things that bring us stress and, and anxiety and things of that nature, but we should focus on God. And uh, remember who we serve, which also should remind us of our identity in Christ and know that we are more than conquerors and know that he will never put more on us than we can bear. Once again, my name is Jeremy Young and I choose not to accept the trap called stress, but I choose to walk in freedom because I know that the word says, he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So check this out. Have you ever felt like you were in a life trap? Think about it. Hey, my name is Harold. And I remember a time in my life when I was trapped by my thoughts. So I'm gonna tell you this story when I was trapped in my thoughts. Let's get into it. So I remember this time, um, this is going back to when I was in college, um, which was only a couple years ago. <laughs> um, so, ooh, man, this is, this is tough. So going back to college, man, I remember when my freshman year, I would never, never, ever forget. Um, I was taking this art history class and it was tough, let me tell you. Our history, history is one of my favorite, favorite subjects, but something about trying to remember dates and all of these different periods and all of that stuff, that was tough in a short period of time. This particular art history class was really working me hard. Like it was giving me the business for sure. And once it got to the end of the quarter, y'all, I got a D. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I got to the end of the quarter and my final grade came out to be a D and that wasn't the only bad part. This was the other part that was a little bit frightening uh, that got me caught up in the thoughts and I'm getting, I'm gonna get into what, what those thoughts were, but I was on a scholarship. <laughs> so um, one of the things that ended up happening was once I got that D, I was like, oh man, this is the end for me. It's my freshman year. I'm on a scholarship. I can't have a D on a scholarship, on this particular scholarship that I had. It's all over. I was so scared. I, I didn't want to tell my parents. I didn't want to tell my family because I felt so ashamed. I was panicking. I was panicking. Um, I really got caught up in my thoughts because I was like, my family is not going to love me anymore. <laughs> I was like, my professors are going to look at me weird. My peers are going to look at me crazy if they don't see me at school next semester. Or if I have to take a break because now my second or first, I think this was like my first quarter of my freshman year, I've already technically in my mind flunked a class. I just had all these negative thoughts in my head. Like I was just like, yo, this, I'm, I'm gonna have to give up on college. Like, I'm not gonna be able to ever pass another class. Um, Cause I knew I had to take more art history classes down the line. It was already on my uh, list of classes to take. And so I was just forming this like heavy form of anxiety, just looking forward to what was gonna be the end result of receiving a D in the class. I got really, really stuck. And it was hard for me to overcome that for a while for a long, long while. And I'll never forget, um, I almost was back to my vehicle and I ran across this uh, UPS delivery guy. Um, didn't know who he was. He stopped, stopped me just kind of in my tracks. I don't know if he noticed me holding my head down or what. And um, he was like, hey man, he said, you seen down. He said, um, lift your head up. He said, lift your head up, look up high. He said, I'm not sure what's going on, what's wrong with you, what you're thinking about, man. But he said, it's going to be all right. I promise you it's going to be all right. In that moment, I just felt a sense of calm. I, I don't know how he, you know, conjured up the words to uh, say to me just to lift my head up um, or whatnot. But God knew that I needed him just to walk by me and say just the most simplest phrase ever. Just, hey, man, lift your head up. Look up. You, you have to pick yourself up and move on from that situation. Um, so even though just literally in that moment, of course, it didn't end there. I didn't just wake up the next morning. I was like, all right, we're going to get to it. We're going to fix all this. We're going to keep trucking forward. It still took some time. But just over that course of time, like the next couple of weeks or whatnot, and getting prepped for my next set of classes, um, going into those meetings, talking with my success advisor, talking with my parents, um, I got responses from them that I wasn't expecting. Of course, you know, you fell a class or in your mind, you think you fell a class. You think, you know, you're you're gonna be <laughs> banned, <laughs> you know, you're, you're gonna be locked out the house, you're, not going to be ever accepted or loved ever again. That's just how extreme my mind went. And I just literally got affirmations of love. Um, you know, I didn't get any negative return from anybody. 
not that I was expecting to, but you know, you just kind of start thinking that stuff once you have some traumatic event like that kind of happen. But all the affirmations of love and just, you know, trying to help propel me forward, help me get through those moments. Um, and then the more and more that um, I kind of dealt with that, of course, I never let my faith waver. So, of course, you know, my mom, she would tell me like, OK, hey, you need to read these devotionals. And I remember there were definitely a couple of scriptures that she always referenced. And it was for mostly things when you felt anxious or when you felt like you were you had your back against the wall. And some of those scriptures that she reminded me of during that time were these. One of them that she referenced all the time in situations like this was Psalms 23 verses one through three. And that is the Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters and he refreshes my soul. Another one that always stuck me that my grandmother would tell me since I was like two years old is from Philippians 4 and 13. And that's I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And when I look back on this moment, I had to do a little bit more research and just dig in and try and find um, some more scriptures that I felt resonated with this particular situation. So the one that I found to kind of speak to this moment when I reminisced on this is Philippians 4 verses 6 through 7. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything in prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. This will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So my name is Harold and I've learned to not accept to be trapped by my thoughts. But now I choose to walk in freedom because God's word says he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Y'all be easy. for me and I know it was for you too. I am so happy that our young leaders had the opportunity to share their stories and share how they've been able to journey through situations where they were trapped and how God has called them to live a life of freedom. And so I pray that you apply that word to your life and that you share it with everyone that you know. Because at the end of the day, no matter what comes in our life, God has called us to live a life of freedom. And I pray that you choose on today to walk in that freedom that he's already gifted you. Can we pray together? by your heads. Father God, I thank you for blessing us with another day of life. And I pray, God, that the word that you have spoken into the heart of these young leaders, Father God, that they have shared with us, Father God, that it in return touch our hearts and we share it with someone else, Father God. I thank you for the life that you called us to live, a life of freedom, God. And so on today, we choose to be free. We choose to not let the things that have trapped our minds and trapped our hearts and trapped our relationships and trapped our life and our passions and all those different types of things, the things that have tried to hinder us from progressing forward. We speak against those things in the name of Jesus and we declare that today we choose to walk in our freedom, the freedom that you have spoken and promised us in the word of God. We decide on today that that freedom is for us. So God, anoint us, bless us, and give us courage to step forward no matter what comes our way. We know that we are victorious people. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Listen, 
Jesus, and I hope you enjoyed this service on today. Make sure that you come and visit us in person. We would love to worship with you every first and second Sunday right here in person at Overcoming by Faith Church. And of course, we're going to always be virtual every single Sunday of the month. Make sure you share this service with a friend and let them know that Jesus cares for them and they can be free too. All right, y'all. Peace. Well, I pray you were blessed by our young people today. These young adults are phenomenal, gifted, talented, educated, hardworking, skilled people who love God and who cut the word of God straight. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray the word they've heard today will lift their hearts and minds, may it inspire them to learn the lessons they've heard today and apply them to their lives. And we give you all the praise and glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for being with us today. I'm glad you were here. Next week, we got more to say. You don't want to miss it. I'm telling you what, folks, the word gets better week to week. See you next time. Bye-bye.